Okay, we're in Bayam Darkecha on page page Dalad in the Movo. Atanug Bavida. Tanug and Avida Sasha. Until now, we're learning about how the crown, the kesser, of all of one's avodas Hashem is tanuk. Is that deep sipokanefesh, that deep delight and pleasure that a Jew has of oz tisanig al Hashem? With Kirvasalakim. And how that's an ikr in Avadis Hashem. That's what we've been learning about. And how it does not contradict, it does not contradict the tachlis of our avoda being, okay, Shkar, does not contradict the tachlis of our avoda being Lishma, being Lishma. But Hina Milvad Zoy Shatanu in Nikar Mitzad Havoda Tsarach Lahavan Shatanu Bavad Hudover Hechrechli Nefesh. Until now, we were talking about how important Tanuk is in our Vedas Hashem. But we also need to understand how desperately in we are, how desperately in need we are of that. I'm sure you remember probably one of the most famous one of the most famous entries into the Pizetzna's diary into Tzavaziras is that piece where the Rebbe tells us how it's the nature of the soul of a Jew to long for excitement, to, to have this natural need for for Achiyas. And if a person doesn't find that in his Avedis Hashem, he's going to look for it, Hashem, and other things. But he has to have it. The Neshama of a Jew comes from a very, very high place, from an Eden Elyon. The Neshama has good taste. The Neshama is used to, is used to good things. And you know, the neshama is used to tanugim, tanugim nafshiim, spiritual tanugim, on the highest level, from where the neshama comes from. Which Chazal say on the medrash, the pasuk Kehelis, the marshal of a bas melech, the marshal of a princess that that uh, that marries uh, a ben kfar, the, the marshal of the princess that marries a guy from the village. And we've spoken about this medrash many times over the years, and the medrash says that no matter what nice things this uh, this uh, simple guy buys his his bride, his kala, vanefesh lo samalei. The soul of the the soul of the basmelech of the princess is is unimpressed. She, she comes from the palace, and the palace she had all kinds of tanugim. And this guy's a plain guy, you know, nine to five, a regular guy, 
works hard, makes a couple of dollars. He's, he does whatever he's able to, buys her a pair of earrings, gets her a bracelet every now and then, tries to take her on a, on a, on a big vacation, you know, to, uh, you know, to California or something. And that's the best he could do, and it's, and it's, and it's pretty good. Lafitte, his madrega is pretty good. The problem is that his wife is a basmalach. So for Abbas Malach, a little bit of a trinket here and there and a, and a stopover in, uh, in Los Angeles is not impressive. And therefore there's, there's this Indian of Tanug is hechrechi lenefesh. It's a need of the, of the soul. It's hechrechi means it's something that's it must be. Because the deepest and most basic need of the soul, who is this That's why people are so meshugah for, for any tanug they can get. They're crazy looking for tanugim. And that's what the Rebbe is saying over there. He mentions how a, a person would, would rather would rather see some some horrible accident, you know, to watch from the other side. You know, how cars always pile up and there's an accident on the other side of the road. What are you so interested over there to see the to see the tsar, or people, or you'll see people will watch all kinds of terrible things on the news of horrible tragedies. Are people always asking what happened to so and so, or like you have the, the that, that person in shul, or people in shul that always have to give the latest report on you know who died and who's sick and so on, and then the Olam is interested to hear. There's this Indian. The Rebbe said that rather than being bored, even if it's a tanug, even if it's some sort of tanug that that's that's not it's not good news. It's not good news. Look, you have people, you know, they have to have a minute-by-minute minute, uh, COVID report, you know, this minute-by-minute minute to hear what the Malach HaMavis has to say. Minute-by-minute minute from the Malach HaMavis. It's like it's a, a, a person, they have people that they live in a hookup with the Malach HaMavis. What's that Indian? What is that Indian? So the Rebbe says, the Pizesna says that a life without Tanug, even if it's a negative Tanug, is unbearable. A person finds it unbearable. So people go to amusement parks and they go the whole entertainment business. What's the whole? What's the whole? That whole entertainment industry, which is a huge, huge, huge business. And people watch horror movies. Why do people want to see those things? Why do people want to be even frightened? What is that? What is that? It's a need of the soul. A person who has no need for any kind of excitement felt that something is missing. There's, some, there's something that's wrong. So people are looking for it wherever they can get it. And they're spending billions of dollars. They're spending billions of dollars. How does one understand that, that, that you and I, people grew up in America fixated on, on, on football games, guys running around, grown men running around in, in gajkas, beating each other up and jumping on each other. What's the, I mean, if you think about it in a pure way, what's the Indian of watching such a thing? The whole, 
entertainment and, 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 and sports. What is that? I'm not talking about playing. That's very good for a person to, to, to play, to, to work out and, to, and so on. It's healthy. But what's the meaning of watching other people do that? Watching other people do that. It's some excitement, something. Anything but, but being without, without tanugan. Then you have another person whose tanugan is, is, is reading a book. This person's tanug is uh, going fishing, whatever it is. But it's a dove hachrechi la nefesh. La nefesh Especially by a Jew, a basmelech. Who had sir hamucha betanug, mimela, imchas or shalom hadam lo yiskel atanug, vavad sashemes borach. This is exactly really, he's just paraphrasing what it says in, in the Tzavaziris. That if chas or shalom a person does not have tanug in his davening, in his learning, if that's not what works for him, it doesn't do anything for him, or very little for him, he doesn't find his learning and his davening, his Yiddishkeit, particularly exciting, it doesn't provide him with that fix that he needs in Tanug. This person's in tremendous danger. This is why we have to, we have to worry so much about our kids. And ourselves, but our kids and our grandchildren, they're going to be looking for Tanugim. They're going to be looking for Tanugim. And they believe that they were created, Bliss Anig Bisanugim, that the purpose of their creation is to have pleasure. That's what they think. There are adults that think that as well. I was in a very frustrating conversation with somebody yesterday, but I'm afraid she might be listening to this year. And she'll be hurt if I talk about it. Not anybody from here, somebody from here just so. That it was hard for me to have a conversation with a woman with children about, about the kind of tanugim that she feels she's entitled to as a from married woman. I, I don't even know what to make of it. I just left it for my wife. I said, my wife's going to say, I can't do this. It's not for me. And I asked her. She's a very fine person, that, that was so surprising to me. But I asked her, what's the tachlis of life? When I go into a high school class and I ask them, Kindelach, what's the purpose of your existence? They all say, to be happy. Because she kept on saying to me, I want to be happy. I want to enjoy myself. What's the tachlis of life? But we're not in high school. The tachlis of life is not to have fun. The tachlis of life is to be never Hashem. If you're doing it right, like we've been learning about, if you're doing it right, that's fun. <laughs> that's fun. Like right now, I'm having fun. <laughs> I'm enjoying this. I'm enjoying being together with my friends and talking entire and learning. I'm, I'm enjoying that. I, I enjoy it more than anything. It's, uh, and so do you. That's our, that's our, that's our fun. That's our tanu. But the kids, they're, they're, looking, they're looking for fun. They're looking for fun. That's why the Meshiga with the, with the machines and all the things, with the toys, they're looking for fun. They think that they were created to have pleasure. Now, if their Yiddishkeit is one that is dry and empty and doesn't give them any pleasure, they're just going to look for it someplace else. And you have to, nowadays you have to thank the worship. I've said this so many times. When I was, when I was a kid in Yeshiva, when we were growing up, you know, we got we, we were 
we were berated by our rebellion for watching baseball and, and, and going outside to play. That Shkotsim is for Goyim, who does this thing, and that's what our rebellion would tell us. Now, if you have a kid that likes sports, oh, you're the happiest parent in the world if your kid likes sports. Better to watch, better to watch the guy run around in, the, in, in, in a, a Yankee a, a uniform, even a, it's hard for me to say, but even a Met. <laughs> better to watch a guy running around in a uniform than, uh, than his Robinson running around. You understand? Uh, it's a Givaldi thing. But they're looking for fun. They're looking for pleasure. So if one does not have pleasure, there's what the Rebbe said, that's what he's explaining here. If one does not have a deep tan, if he doesn't find that fulfilling, meaningful, and even exciting, it's a terrible danger, tremendous danger. Because it will be very hard for him emotionally to continue on. Now, there were things that kept the Hevra in line for a long time. A certain, a certain feeling of responsibility towards parents, towards your, towards your community, towards your people. And kids are feeling much less of that of late than in the past. So most of my friends pretty much towed the line when we were growing up because most of my friends were also children of survivors, and we had a feeling like, just why get them so upset, you know? It's just not good I to upset them. I was just talking to a, a, a very chash of a mashpi, and he was telling me, he works mostly with the Hasidic community in uh, Williamsburg. And he was telling me how he's dealing with so many, so many bachram who go around with the lavush, they go around, they wear, they wear the pace, and they, and, and they go with the whole, the whole lavush, and they, and they, and they, and they, and they say they have not the slightest, tiniest emuna. They don't believe in nothing at all. In nothing at all. And when he's t- and he says there is not one or two. They're all over the place. And when he talks to them, they tell him he's not a chesed guy. He works with he works with some of the cherub, and he's like a person that they know that they can they're safe going to. They talk to him. And uh, he called me the other day. If there's one particular bacher he wanted to know if I could meet with this bacher. And he was telling me how. How he asks them always, so like, how do you, how do you like go on with this whole thing, you know? They go on with the whole thing. There's the, you know, the look and with the shuckling with this, and they go, how do you go on with it, day after day? How do you just continue on with that week after week? And he says the Bacham say, look, we love, we love the culture, we love our people, and we love, we love our families, and uh, we don't want, to, we don't want to. We don't, we, don't, we don't know what to do. They're, they're, as they're getting older, he was explaining to me, which I had heard from guys myself, that's what this particular Baruch that's coming to talk to me, he, he, he says that he feels stuck because he's already 20 years old. You understand there's already big, big pressure to get married. He's 20 in the Chesedish community. There's big pressure to get married. And he's a, he's a, a very sincere and elicha guy. And he says to this mashpia, he says, how could I marry a chesedisha girl? Like, I'm gonna have, they're going to make this whole chasna, they're going to get me a, a stramel, and we're going to make a chasna, I don't believe in anything. And I'm going to marry this nice chesedisha girl, and she's going to want me to raise uh, children, and she's a big, you know, mamina. 
and, uh, and I don't believe in anything. It means nothing to me, except the culture. There's, there's a lot of this happening. It's not just uh, this one. There's a lot of this happening. It's, it's heartbreaking. So, Yakshal of Ma'id, Lizgarbal Sahara. At some point, the person breaks. When you're given a choice, and, as, and now there's the kids, they, they, they're not part of such a strong Lizgarbal, like in a Chesha community where, where, where there's such a, a, a strong, insulated, well, nowadays it's hard to insulate, but there's a culture of a certain unique culture. And there's such an unbelievable difference between that culture and the culture of the outside world, and they're frightened of the outside world. They have no experience in the outside world. So they, they don't know what to do. So the thought of leaving, the thought of leaving their, their little bubble of, the, uh, of, of, that, of that world that they were raised in is, is for, for this guy and for so many of them, is terrifying. So they'll stay inside, and they'll, they'll, they'll look that way, and they'll go about their business without anything inside. It's an amazing thing. It's a, t- it's a terrible thing. But when you go outside of such communities, like communities like ours, where there isn't such a huge difference between inside and outside, the kids feel less of a of ischivus. I mean, not anymore. This generation no longer children of, of Holocaust survivors. As far as they're respecting parents, they respect their parents, but uh, they don't necessarily see that their parents are so into things either. So where does that leave them in the future? Of making choices in life between what they enjoy and what they don't enjoy. What gives them pleasure and what doesn't give them pleasure. And if you're going to tell them, listen, you have to be, there has to be a Kabbalah all like we were learning, you know, self goes self. You have to serve Hashem, Hashem Lishma. How do you serve something Lishma if you don't really believe in it? If you don't really believe in it, if you don't feel anything about it. So, again, in our days and years ago, we trudged ahead. And there was some sort of a Kabbalah soul because the exchanges this kid in Williamsburg is saying, these kids are saying, is that I have a pleasure being part of my community. It gives me pleasure. I enjoy, and, I don't, and I'm afraid to give up that sense of belonging. That's a certain pleasure. Remember, they're not going off to college, and you know, they're not going off to Rochester for college or something. So th- this is the pleasure that I have, and it's a trade-off. So I, I, I live this sort of a double life, but I enjoy being in, in, in this community. Now, how is that going to match the enjoyment of the pleasures that the world is not only offering, but the world is piling upon people nowadays? So that's exactly what he's saying. As Yaksha'al of Ma'idl is Garbal Yetzirah. How, how is this person supposed to fight against the Yetzirah? What exactly is he armed with to fight the Yetzirah? The Yetzirah is selling him Tanugim, plain Poshet Tanugim of the body, of the guf. So again, so if, if when he's young, it's the Yaqis or the Mets, okay, no, a Kleinikite. So he'll get some satisfaction in, in watching the, this, uh, this silliness. It's this absolute silliness. If you think about it, it's absolute silliness. 
So, but he gets his pleasure. He's a kid. So he's 14, he's 15, he's still hoping, oh, please, please, that the Yankees bring up some new people from, you know, from the minors, some, some great new batter or pitcher so that my kid will stay in this longer. Maybe I'll get him under the hoop as a baseball fan instead of a girl fan, you know. Or who knows what, God forbid, narcotics or something else. There's plenty of Tanuge Sheker. Tanuge Sheker. And how do you keep them entertained in a kosher and holy way? That's what this woman was talking about yesterday. From so. The only thing is I felt that the tanugim that she was looking for are not kosher for a married woman. I didn't, I didn't agree. I said, maybe I'm wrong. Talk to my wife. I don't know. It sounds strange to me. But I'm already like an old-fashioned guy, you know. Maybe I'm wrong. It just it sounded to me like it was off the chart. But there's plenty of tanugim. So how do you keep your kids entertained nowadays? So they're trying to hire a bame that are entertaining. Like good guys, cool guys, rebellion that are cool guys. <coughs> I think about the rebellion that I had. You would put them in a classroom nowadays with these with the kids. It was hard enough for us. They didn't even care. None of us really spoke Yiddish, maybe one or two. They didn't even care if we spoke the same language as the Rebbe. Akedekach was it like a disconnect. So you could have a Rebbe standing in class talking to you a foreign language. And that was okay because the principal felt indebted to him because it's, his, you know, it's a cousin and he needed a job and he came to America. So he stood up in front of a, a classroom of American kids dashing to us and teaching us Gemara and Yiddish or whatever it was. I'm just, oh, I don't know what he's talking about. <laughs> I, I understood a lot of it, but uh, guys, real, the real, a couple of real Americans don't understand anything. But that's, that's just, uh, what do you do? Can you imagine nowadays? <clears throat> I told you about I told you about this Rabbi Rav Spear, Allah Shalom. I had him in sixth grade. He spoke to us. He was American. At least I thought so. Uh, maybe he was born in Europe, but he, he was definitely like an American type of person, Rav Spear. And he, the first day of class, he gave a marshal when we were learning. He gave a marshal of, of of Joe DiMaggio catching a catching a ball in, in, in the outfield, and we were mamish, like we couldn't believe it that he spoke regular English and that he heard of Joe DiMaggio, let alone that he was using it as a muscle in learning, we became, every one of us became devukim to him, beleva benefesh. We went with him. He, it was an unbelievable year of learning. Unbelievable. We related to that pleasure that he seemed to also have in watching Joe DiMaggio catch a fly ball. I don't know if you heard of Joe DiMaggio from Stamia. He was a very great ball player. And, and it, 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 we felt that connection. So nowadays they have to find, you know, forget Joe DiMaggio. You have to find, you have to find Rebellion who, who went through this stuff and went through that and could relate to you and to talk to you and to entertain you. And, and uh, you, you know, you've got to be, it's a whole malacha to be. It's, you can't just come in and say over the Gemara. <coughs> Like a person who's very thirsty. If a person is very thirsty, if a person is is desperately thirsty, 
they, they'll drink anything they get their hands on. Because of the great thirst that they have. They could drink something that, that will kill them. My Meluchim. Salty water. They'll just drink anything they can get. During the war, Jews were drinking whatever waste they could from their own body. Just to drink something. Therefore, there's a special Yetzer. There's a special Yetzer Har that deceives people into thinking that according to the Torah, according to the Torah, pleasure, is something which is bad. That Hana itself is bad. And that, of course, is, is, is violently against human nature. Hashem created a human being with a need for Hana. And Hana is something which is very, very good. Hana, in Kedusha, of course, Hana comes from, from Kesa, from the crown, from the highest place. Rotson, will. Hana, Tanu, comes from the highest place from the deepest, deepest part of a person's soul. Now, since, since many people don't know what to do with, with the teachers, the uh, Rabbanim, the Rebbeim, whatever it is, the, they don't know what you're going to do with, all, with, with this need for pleasure that, that their students have. So the, the go-to has often been that pleasure is bad. Hana is a bad thing. And that equals that if you're a person that wants to have pleasure or you enjoy certain things, that you're bad. Because pleasure is bad. Enjoyment is bad. There are people who were so tormented growing up by parents or by other people that any time that they enjoy something in life, they feel guilty and they have to hurt themselves. There's such a disorder in the world that they have to hurt themselves. They can't, they feel too guilty enjoying anything. Because they were raised, they were raised in such a way where any kind of, uh, any kind of pleasure or self-indulgence was seen as essentially evil, or they weren't worthy of it. So, anything that they have in life that's good, they feel guilty about, and they have to sabotage that whatever pleasure they feel. And even though that's very, very extreme, it happens in a much more moderate way in, in many, many, many people. They can't allow themselves to, to, to be happy. Can't allow themselves to feel pleasure. Because they were raised somehow, in some way it got across to them, that Hana is a Dava Shlili. That Hana is something which is bad. Because the type of Hana that they wanted to have was bad. And they wanted to enjoy that pleasure which they were told is very, very bad. It's disgusting, it's terrible. And from there they began to feel that all pleasure is disgusting and terrible because that's what they wanted most desperately. And uh, you have an unhealthy, broken person. Now, why does the Yetzirah want so badly to have us believe that Hana is something which is bad? Because the Yetzirah knows that if they got you on that, 
The answer knows that, he, that if he gets you on that Indian, then then you're you're pretty much easy prey for any disgusting any type in the world. If a person makes this mistake, that Hana is something which is bad, a person who thinks that enjoying Torah, enjoying mitzvahs, enjoying Yiddishkeit, a person who doesn't know of Hashem's greatest pleasure is our having pleasure in serving Him. So that person, it's going to be very, very hard for him to be an Ebed Hashem. It's going to be very hard for him to, to go on being an Ebed Hashem. And he's very easy prey, looking for other pleasures. Marisha, yeah? How does that work with Mitzvah Slav Lehenas Nitnu? Mitzvah Slav Lehenas Nitnu means... Like we, like we were learning last week, means that it's not the cause. Uh, I, I, that should not be the underlying motivation for my doing a mitzvah. The tachlis is that I do a mitzvah lishma, and even if even if there's no hana, I I, I do it because I'm uh, of kabbalah all, and therefore, in in contradiction to that kid in high school who thinks that everything in life is just for him to have fun, mitzvah slav lehenis says no. Listen, buddy. The mitzvahs were not given to you for the purpose of your having fun. They were given to you for the purpose of you being like Hashem and being dovuk to Hashem. If you do it right, you'll, you'll have a, a lot of fun. And it'll be a great ride, and Yiddishkeit's going to be great. But don't think that, that you were given Yiddishkeit to pleasure yourself. Because then on a day when it's not giving you any pleasure, you're going to just try to find it someplace else. That's exactly what it means. Lav nitnu not for the purpose of your enjoyment. They were given to us, the mitzvahs were not given to us for the purpose of our enjoyment. They were given to us so that we be Avde Hashem and we serve HaKadosh Baruch Hu. And we And we are people who don't do that because of the pleasure it gives us. And when a person serves Hashem from that place of Bittl, Yiddishkeit gives him great pleasure. Gives him great pleasure. But that's not why we're in it. But it gives a person great pleasure. That's the meaning of Mrs. Lavalhan, isn't it? Hashem The opposite is true. That when a person is serving Hashem in its in the true way that it was intended to be done. It's always, it's it's with tanu, it's with hanu, with pleasure, tanu ganefesh, with tremendous tanu ganefesh. And enjoyment and pleasure is something which is kodesh v'naale. It's very holy. It's very it's it's very elevated, kodesh v'naale. Because it brings a person. To Dveikus and his kashus b'Hashem is Now we're going to have a whole parak here coming up very soon on Bittel. And what does it mean, Bittel? We'll learn all about how Bittel does not contradict any of this. We'll see. Kigoyim Dveikus v'his kashus b'Hashem is Baruch. Kigoyim 
כי בדובר שיש לו אדם הנאה ממנו, הוא נדבק ונקשר לו. Because when you have hanaf from something, you become dovuk to something. Now, is that meant to be something we outgrow, like the Moshe of the Rambam, that the avod of, of, of children, he actually says women and children, is that, particularly children, is that in the beginning you have to give them candies and things to motivate them. You give them, you give them uh, uh, sweets and things to, that they should get up and go to shul, or they should do things you... Give them, like, you know, points and candies and all kinds of incentives. An extra 15 minutes on, on, uh, on fortnight. Is that, that's the right way to say it, I think, fortnight. An extra few minutes on fortnight to give them incentives. But then the Rambam says, but that's only uh, as, as children, and they outgrow that. So is, is this contradicting what the Rambam is telling us? Is the Rambam saying, is the Rambam saying that 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 uh, one outgrows that that uh, that need for pleasure in Avodas Hashem? He could not be saying that, because the Rambam, when he speaks about Avodas Hashem, he uses the marshal of a, of a woman being mishugin in love with a woman. When he speaks about Avodas Hashem, it's not what the Rambam is saying. He's speaking about a method of 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 motivating children. And that at some point we hope that the person's motivation, like Moshe just asked, that the motivation is lishma. He's not in it for the candy. And even if it's bitter and not sweet that particular day or week or month or year or decade, he continues on with Shabbos, continues on with putting on film, continues on with Shul. That's what the Ramah was talking about. Not that the Yiddishkeit is not Mi'ahavu. It's the Rambam. It's the Tachlis of Avodah Hashem. Oymek atanu gachibam Hashem zbarach. V'im nizboinim ba'oymek. And if we look at this deeply, Nira shemukhrach shi'ya la'odam tanu gavodah Hashem zbarach v'layitach na'cheres. Then we'll understand that one must have tanu in his Avodah Hashem. It can't be any other way. The Yisod of Amuna, the foundation of our faith is to believe in Yichud Hashem. In Yichud Hashem. And Yichud Hashem doesn't mean, doesn't mean according to how we are taught, doesn't just mean one as opposed to two gods. Yichud Hashem means She'ein Od Malvada. That everything is Elokus. Ainod Mavada, there's nothing really other than him. That a Jew has to believe and to know. Not only did Hashem create the world, and not only is Hashem the creator and the one who is take, is running everything in the world. Next page, Vav. Just like before. Creation, La Haya Elas Hashemizbar, Hu Haya, Hu Haive, Hu Yiya, Beterim Kal Yitzir Nivra, La Haya Elas Hashemizbar, that just as before creation, it was only Hashem, Kah Gam Achrabir, Hu Hakol, so too after creation, Hu Hakol, 
I don't think I have to explain this. All of you have been learning this for a long time. And nothing can exist, even for a second, without the constant influx of Hashem's light. Everything exists. Not only came into existence, but exists this moment, like Nishai Yichudomunif Natanya. And the Shechayim explains. It's not just Chesidus. That if for a second Hashem would take away that or everything would return to Tovavo. This or in all that exists, and enlivens everything that exists, even things that are inanimate. Nikra Nitzaitis. The language of Primis are called sparks. The presence of Elokus in all that exists. Dainu Iris Ketanim. Ketanim here doesn't mean size. It's not like either small, medium, and large. Iris Ketanim Shneshpoim Hashem is Barchlan Nevoim. It's Hashem's presence in everything that exists. Laachias Oisam Lahavas Oisam. To bring them into existence and to give them life and existence every second. And therefore, any pleasure that any nivra can have, anything that exists can have, the pleasure of an animal when it when it when it uh, goes into the into the river to to go to the mikveh, the pleasure the pleasure of a flower in the sunlight, whatever every single hanah that is in the world. Hurakman Nitzayt Shabbat is only from that that Nitzayt, that spark of Elokus that enlivens because that's the life of of everything that exists. The life of everything that exists is Elokus. When a person eats some food that he enjoys. The truth is that the pleasure is loyal alechem levadi yechiyadam kal kal moitzipi Hashem yechiyadam, and as the Baal Shem Tov taught, the chiyas yechiyadam the chiyas doesn't just mean to be alive. The emes ha'anova tanugim rakme anitzay shemahavis amarchal azeh. The truth is that that the person who enjoys that piece of kugel, what he's really enjoying, what gives life to the kugel, the chiyas of the kugel. Is not the oil and the potatoes, or the luxury, if you like that. It's not. It's not. The, that's not what gives life to the kugel. The life of the kugel, the essence of the kugel, the taste of the kugel. Everything has a distinct taste. It's not the ingredients, the physical ingredients. That nakuda of tanug in the kugel that gives a person and people pleasure is from that nitzayis, from that chiz, from that or of Hashem. Kirakhu Hametzias Amitis. Kirakhu Hametzias Amitis. Because that, only that Nakuda of Elokus is the true existence of that piece of Kogel. That's its existence, that's its life. 
And the pleasure really, therefore, is not from the oil and the potatoes. The physical food, the potatoes and the oil, the eggs, whatever's in there, that's only a lavush. It's only a physical lavush, an external garment. That is, in this particular case, that particular house that contains kli, that contains the or of elokus. Mimelin is by name. Mimela. Nis by name. If from a tiny little, again, it's not a matter of size, if from that presence of Ilokos, that hidden, concealed presence of Ilokos, that's covered with potatoes and eggs and oil, a person that's kazet tanig, that he's not even going to be able to wait, that that guy in Williamsburg is not going to be able to wait till Shabbos to have his piece of coal, right? Kigel. He's not going to wait until Shabbos. Not kill Kegel. Kegel. Till he's, he's not going to even wait till Shabbos. He can't wait. Oh, it smells so good. And not just in Williamsburg. It might even be in Woodmere. Toymer Chaim Zochu. Toymer Chaim Chaim means the Elokus Zochu. Toymer Chaim Zochu, the taste of Shabbos. The taste of the Rebunish so if from that pleasure, from having some connection to that needs, he has such pleasure that he'll stand online for half hour to get his favorite, to get his, his, his favorite bottle of schnapps or something. So then when a person has an uncovered, raw relationship with the Rabbani Shalom, davening and learning, mamish, straight elokus. Not just like 30% alcohol, 50% alcohol. Straight elokus. He takes it straight. A piece of learning, a piece of Torah. He takes his elokus straight. Of course, there are also levushim and the words, and I'm just using as a muscle, the levushim. But... High dosage, high high ingredient. It's in the ingredients. It's got a high percentage of sitting and learning. that his Yiddish guy will give him a tanagos. Tremendous pleasure. He fights for a piece of kugel. He fights for he fights for a, a bowl of cholent. He fights he, he fights to, to to see a movie. There are people that stand online to buy a toy. I remember there was some ugly doll like, like 30, 40 years ago that people were going for some reason, that people were going looking for this, for this cabbage patch doll. I don't know if you remember it. And I remember hearing on the news that they were standing for blocks and blocks and blocks waiting for this ugly doll to come out. What is that? For a little piece of pleasure, according to what that, that pleasure that for their kid or for the kid, a, a little piece of pleasure. 
And nowadays, you see how Yiddishkeit has to be promoted? Oh, we have to put up all kinds. Every single Shia you have to put up now. Posters on, online and to make all kinds of advertisements. Come one, come all. And to think of all kinds of catchy titles and to make it exciting and make it interesting. So maybe we can get this love out of bed. It's pathetic. Now, if you now to to be to be a, to run a yeshiva, to run a or to be in a, a, to have a shul going, you have to be like a, in the circus. You have to be a promoter. You can stand on the street corner like hawking a shear. like like some like some guy that's selling that's selling uh, baseball hats in the parking lot of Yankee Stadium. Get your shear here. Get your shear here. <laughs> Why should I go to the, Why should I buy you a shear? Oh, we got the world famous, noted, lecturer, speaker. Every time I see those words, my stomach turns. <laughs> Get your shear here, like a beer, right? Get your beer here. Get your shear here. There was lights on us in the. I remember in a Purim newspaper. From the back in yeshiva, because Rabbi Victor Miller, all of a was giving, he used to give like a hundred different shiurim a day. He, he was like a machine that he was te- giving over like fifty different masechtas a day. So they, so they had, they had a guy like holding a holding a gemara, wearing like a, a motorcycle, you know, guy, and he says, if you've got the time, you've got the shear, Miller's shear, because there was a beer. If you've got, the, you know, Miller's beer. If you've got the time, you got. If you've got something, you've got the beer, Miller. Miller's beer, so they had, if you, and they had a picture of a guy like holding a Gemara. We've got the shear, Miller's shear. So you have to, you have to, you have to promote Yiddishkeit now, like it's like it's a movie. You have to promote. And, and the worst thing is that whenever there's a shear, the guy says, "Rebbe, what's the title?" Go, oh no. <laughs> the Hamalach of giving me a title takes me five times as long as preparing a shear. What's the title? The revolution. <laughs> I don't know what to do. To me, the whole thing is is mamish repulsive. Of a malasa, malasa. What's there to do? We have to we have to go along to 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 reach that nakuda of 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 hana and tanu to somehow appeal to that. Then she'll go off and the person says, ding. I might have some tanag over here. I might somehow have some hana here. But the truth of the matter is that that when a person associates his tanag with Hashem, with learning, with davening, with mitzvahs, there must be tremendous, tremendous pleasure. It can't be any other way. Therefore, any true connection to Hashem is Baruch. It must be that there's deep pleasure. Because it's your chiyas, it's the nekuda of life. And the same way that you love life, that's the, the nekuda of chiyas, is elokos. You can't help but love. The same way you love taking that breath when you're underwater. 
that chiyus, that that point of life inside of you is is the sweetest thing in the world. That lokus is it can't be that a person should be able to have anything. When learning Torah and doing mitzvahs. Because when you're learning and when you're doing mitzvahs, there's a tremendous, as I said, it's a high percentage, a high, high voltage of lukus. It's always Everything is always a lukus. When you're eating, when you, everything we do is a lukus. And a person that understands that could be dovuk to Hashem when eating, and it's dveikus, that's what this whole safe is about. In everything. But when you're learning, when you're davening, Unbelievable <laughs> 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 <laughs